<laughs> you guys sound like the Pillsbury, like, <laughs> dough boy over here. Yeah, so does Paul Stanley. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, that's the joke. <laughs> Hello, Stoppies. Welcome to another week of uh, Make It Stop. Uh, bad music. Good times. Mm. Nice. Yes, we did it at the we, top of the show this time. We did it at the top of the show. Uh, <laughs> we're your hosts, as always, Heather Mack. And I'm Mike Dunn. Uh, we're, we invited our good friend, Hugh Beckett, of Power Slut and Muck in the Myers, um, and uh, general general pal, uh, friend of the arts uh, and music community here, uh, a fellow Disaster Peace Theater mm, uh, regular, our uh, semi-monthly VHS only terrible bad movie club which in a lot of ways kind of spawned the the impetus for creating make it stop Ooh, i like good use of impetus and That's a good one. Uh, so, you know here i am i'm drinking <laughs> pinot grigio and it's four in the afternoon All right. um, <laughs> you know just having some fun with uh with a really good friend of ours who uh wanted us to listen to kiss and mm-hmm. is now no longer our friend <laughs> uh, um i i mean it won this album is like the monkey's paw now that i've made you listen to it the curse is lifted from me so <laughs> you're welcome but also like i've just had this perverse fascination with this album for a long time because i saw some kiss documentary way back when they reunited and they were popular again in pop culture and they had a documentary and they had this like two minutes where they're like and then they made music from the elder which was not very successful like, wait what is <laughs> <The> that <laughs> I was like, wait, what is that? And all they showed, like a true disaster piece. And all they showed was a clip of this. Now, if you're listening to this, what you need to do is you need to stop the podcast and you need to go to YouTube and type in <laughs> "World Without Heroes," uh, you know, "Kiss," and it'll, the video will show up. And they did this like live in studio video. Oh, it's, and it's fantastic! So hazy, and like Gene Simmons is up front and like mysterious looking. Like there's like some gauze on the lens, and they sing this horrible song. At the end of it. They zoom in on his face, and he's a single tear running out of his eye. <laughs> the only time Gene Simmons has ever cried is when, like, his golf cleats have, like, you know, he steps in some dog shit, or, like, he looked at his bank balance and was like, rumph. Like, he's never, that man has never cried in his life. Um, and <laughs> the fact that he hit in full makeup with his kabuki hair is in there looking into the camera and uh, just cry, like, one single glistening, glycerin tear. It's just the most ridiculous thing I'd ever saw. And I was like, I need to find out everything about this. So, this, so, Unlike last week where you joined, uh, the, you became a juggalo after the episode. You're not joining the Kiss Army after this one? I'm not joining. You know, I mean, they're both idiots with face paint, but um, I can only back one horse in this race. Uh, and we're juggalos. Yeah, we, juggalos we can only now, paint yeah. our face, you know, in so many ways. It's true. I mean... That's we we have it. We've already used up our black and white face paint on mm. our new Juggalo and Juggalette identities. <laughs> it's all gone. Do you now. have a Juggalo name, Mike? No, you know I'm no. I'm sorry. Like I should clarify because we really went hard for ICP last week, <laughs> and like I'm not I'm not ready to you know to, to be paint, a Juggalo, paint up and be a Juggalo. Like I you know like I'm a wrestling fan, but I'm not the guy who goes in a. Only wears wrestling shirts. Uh, are, you, and like, are you sure? And like ha- are you, are has, spent, has spent tens of thousands of dollars on signed <laughs> eight by ten glossy pictures of of independent wrestlers. Like I'm I'm not fully about that life. And likewise with ICP, I was pleasantly surprised at the quality of the music, but I'm mm-hmm. not about that life. Yeah, I mean, I think the more we like got out of our own like kind of psychosis about like finally finding music that at least had some level of like fun and joy to it then like i was quickly reminded that like no icp is definitely still like very much bad music <laughs> i listened to riddle box though at you know that was the one that squally suggested um well i listened to like 
six songs from Riddle Bucks. Wait, and I, really? And I did really like the song Chicken Hunting. I'll, I'll go. I'll go in. <laughs> oh, that's that the song. one where they go running around fighting rednecks. Right? Yeah, they go. They kill good, rednecks good and bigots. I mean, I look. I don't like uh, the Insane Clown Posse, but I respect them. Yeah, like they have a crazy business model that works, and people care. I don't like, respect them, but I like them. <laughs> I'm in the very opposite camp. Okay. You. And and with uh, the band that we're going to be discussing today, Kiss, as you as we have mentioned, um, I both just like and deeply disrespect them <laughs> like significantly disrespect them you're like, welcome <laughs> i i'm so distraught that like they are one of the most highly selling artists of all time oh yeah yeah hugely well yeah i've always said gene simmons is one of the few people in america that i would trust less to run the country than trump <laughs> like of all the of all the people who of have enough people. money to run yeah um, it's like I mean, lower than Trump would be like him and Vince McMahon, and that's about it. Oh, oh Vince would do a much better job <laughs> I don't, than either of those guys. Yikes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I so. he, he made a whole incest plot with his daughter on. Oh. Well, she's hot. Wait, and Stephanie McMahon? Are we? Are we? Because that, that's all the same shit that we Is fucking some, that we like make fun of Trump for. So if we're somehow caping, <laughs> for right, I'm sorry, Vince I'm, McMahon. I'm turning into Eminem talking about yeah, grabbing them by the pussy. Is there, I'm a, sorry. Is there another McMahon kid that I don't know about, or is just well, the there's two Shane. Man. Of course. Yeah. Okay. So wait, he, but like, okay. And and w- <laughs> we can't make this another wrestling podcast. Yeah, we do we talk about wrestling. About, but it we is always wrestling cut out the wrestling co- Stoppies, what you don't know, on the cutting board floor, there are dozens of wrestling so conversations. So many wrestling oh. conversations. And I'm like, this is not, we don't need to do this. But it is WrestleMania today. And I do think it's somewhat appropriate to talk about wrestling because these band, I mean, this band, and also similarly with ICP, were actual wrestlers. But Kiss, they feel like wrestling characters. They feel like action figure like cartoon characters for children Mm -hmm. you know and and that we're like doing this like you know passable arena rock with this like bombastic larger than life caricatures with the face paint and everything like that i mean it's kind of again it's it's super cheesy like super like a you know overwhelmingly straightforward like no layers no nuance um but so i get it why like kids would like kiss and my question is how the fuck do grown adults did grown adults then and do grown adults now go hard for kiss oh they go hard they bring their kids it it gets passed on like some weird genetic disease (laughs) from generation (laughs) to generation and yeah no i mean a kiss concert now is spread highly highly multi-generational much like a wrestling show yeah right but heather established uh that she hates and disrespects kiss uh-huh. i very much how do you hate feel about kiss? Kiss. Uh, i had a weird relationship with kiss because like i my, my parents are very like restrictive and like they wouldn't like let me like listen to anything or watch anything and um i remember like i knew they existed and when i saw their pictures i was like oh my god this has got to be the craziest stuff ever like this has got to be like venom or something not that i knew what venom was back then but you know what i mean yeah like i was like, oh my god you had an idea that this was cool was like, this it looks really be. evil i was like this has got to be some serious shit and when i finally heard it i was like this is just bar rock what is this yeah ridiculous. right and you didn't even know what i'm just thinking of a tiny hue being like, <laughs> like this is bullshit i've been fooled this whole time <laughs> i mean yeah. but they do i mean people thought kiss stood for like kid knights, knights and satan Sir. Yeah. People thought these guys worshipped Satan, and I'm like, yo, only weird. mammon, yo. baby, only mammon. <laughs> They worship themselves. Yeah. I mean, they certainly prostrated themselves at the altar of their own self-importance, yeah. like yeah. Through, for, throughout their entire career. But you, again, you can see why people 
as kids, I mean, you explained this about your own personal connection to it. When you were a child, this was cool. Yeah. But I do not understand, once again, how are fucking grown adults liking this? And then especially, how are grown adults liking this after the album that we're reviewing today? Music from The Elder, which sounds like an, ab- you know, an aborted, <laughs> like, like straight to D or straight to VHS, like video about them that never got like made. It was it supposed was, to be. Yeah. It was supposed so to be a actually, movie, what? apparently. Okay. Yeah, According was, to Gene Simmons. It was supposed to be a movie. Okay. It got stuck in development hell. The movie never came out. Actually, Maybe I have Maybe development heaven because yeah. Jesus Christ, thank you for gatekeeping yeah. when <laughs> nobody else would. Uh, I have a quote here from Gene Simmons because Gene Simmons came up with the whole concept for this album. This mm-hmm. album came out in 1981? Uh, 82? Yes, 81. 81. Uh, this was sort of... Kiss was already losing fans over their previous album, which was too pop. Well, and their shameless fans. like commercialization of like, let's make everything, was, you know, Kiss brand. It was past the golden era of, of Kiss. Yeah. Um, and they were supposed to make a, an, an, an album of just like back to roots, straightforward rock songs, but they convinced themselves to do what this the world instead. needed is I am just a boy. Yeah, so they had a, they came up with a concept <laughs> album, and here's the concept. <laughs> <laughs> fucking princess bride like you know but like a super and fucking cheesy rip off it, and it, it opens with that minus any fair. charisma yeah the renaissance yeah. oh i know it we'll get into very it we'll Jethro get into tall. it yeah. but yeah no i mean the story though Gene the Sim- story is the boy well, here, becomes a man the well, end. no it's right listen he's, he's done some research <laughs> yeah, yeah. i know but this is from a from a lay person's yeah. standpoint the the plot is there is a boy then he's a man the end mm-hmm. well here's the here's the backdrop of that of that okay. story. Here's the world that we're sure, inhabiting sure. on music from the elder. <laughs> okay, good. We the story of the elder, written by Simmons during a stay at the Beverly Hills Hotel, was allegedly a metaphor for good and evil. This is from Laddersound.com. Mm. Just like ICP guys just told you. Quote: The elder are a life form without body. He explains, they are benevolent, but committed to the balance of opposites. And when darkness gets too strong, a hero is born to restore the balance. So, here's Star another, Wars? Here's another yeah. quote from Gene Simmons about this album. And the giver? When the album came out, we were embarrassed. <laughs> here's another quote. Here's another quote from Gene Simmons, which I need you all to just absorb for a second. <clears throat> quote, we were convinced that we were making our Sergeant Pepper. <laughs> Yes, so they were super ambitious. They, um, they. It, uh, I mean, I would like to think that perhaps a it, little bit of cocaine is involved in this. Yes, oh, and in fact, certainly, the, guy, the guy who produced it, Bob, uh, Bob Ezrin. Ezrin. Ezrin, who made the wall. He made the wall, and amongst other things. So like, this was them trying to do the wall. Yeah, I feel yeah. Like. Right. they're trying to progress. But even Bob Ezrin was like. I couldn't find the actual quote, but it's something. No, I have it. I have it here. He admitted that his judgments concerning music from the elder were clouded due in large part to a cocaine addiction at the time. (laughs) Stanley and Simmons admit that they were, quote, delusional concerning the project, (laughs) while Fraley has stated that he felt that it wasn't a good idea to begin with. All right, (laughs) Fraley. Sure. Sure you did, Fraley. Well, he he actually put the band over this. Oh, really? He flew all of his tracks in from his home studio in, like, Greenwich, Connecticut. He's from the streets of Greenwich. Oh my God! You he guys, got, we have some deep, deep yeah. cuts here. Oh, no, yeah. this is this has destroyed his relationship with the band. Was doing the album because he didn't want to do any of this shit. And 
Peter Chris, the drummer, had left the band recently, uh, and every decision about the album, he was outvoted two to one by yeah. Gene Simmons and uh, Paul uh, Stanley. And then, of course, Ezra was probably like three to one. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, I mean, they apparently they hold. Uh, this was recorded mostly in New York and I think Toronto, uh, outside of Ace's tracks, which almost all got thrown away anyway. Yeah. Um, but um, apparently, uh, like, this was done completely in secret. Yep. And like, so all this stuff, like none, no, only people could hear it with like the manager and the members of Kiss. And so when they finally <laughs> debuted it for Costa Blanca Records, they were like, never a good sign. <laughs> like I can just imagine this board meeting where it's just, they're all sitting there and it's like, they're all there and like, okay, boys, here's our next hit record. And they hit the button and it's like, yeah they decided their face paint wasn't dorky enough and decided to go full <laughs> yeah let's get some puffy sleep yeah, yeah exactly exactly it's well, insane so after okay. so after it came out apparently they must have just been like a fart in church because like <laughs> yes. that room just silence and apparently they're like okay so here's what we're gonna do and like so apparently you know how in the end there's that like ooh, what do you think morpheus of our boy <laughs> like that part apparently they were like intertidal parts in between the tracks to explain the story such as it may have been and apparently they all got cut out except for that last one which is completely nonsensical why they leave that one <laughs> it's it's hilarious when yeah. that comes in at the end of but the track there would have been more of that just like you know whatever was going on who even knows um yeah well there there was a lot going on i actually i didn't i only knew a couple of the singles from kiss i've never really gotten into kiss mm -hmm. So I actually, after listening to this, I, I, I decided I, I listened to Destroyer just to see, okay. hmm, do I like Kiss? And I don't. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's mostly, like, I feel like they're bad singers and it's it's very cheesy. But this is cheesy in a completely different way. Yeah. Like, this is, like, there were things I found that I liked about Kiss. Like, if you listen to, like, Detroit Rock City. That's a good one. There's a really dope guitar solo where they're doing harmonized oh, yeah, yeah. guitar Wait, parts. Wait, is Kiss also from Detroit? Kiss yeah. are from, no, they're Wait, from, is they're from ICP New York. like Kiss's spiritual? Oh, yeah, they are from, they're from, from New York. York. They're oh. all from Queens. I mean, so, you hear uh, you hear Ace talking, talk singing, and it's like he might as well be a Ramon. Like, yeah. That, uh, it's the same same geographical area. But yeah, essentially nothing I like about Kiss, I liked about Kiss from that Destroyer album is on this album. Yeah. And everything I dislike about Styx is on this yeah. album. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, they were very embarrassed. They, they never toured and supported this album. This is the only Kiss album to never crack, uh, to never make be certified gold by the RIAA. Yep. They didn't. They still to this day have not cracked five hundred. And you know that kills Gene Simmons well, every this, day. This is my favorite <laughs> quote that I found about the album. This is from Paul Stanley. Uh, he said, My sense was always that Kiss was about having no rules. And although I hold the fans in the highest of esteem, I also expect them to understand that everything we, we do may not be to their liking. Mm -hmm. And the way they can show it is by not buying it. Well, they spoke loudly and clearly when that record came out. Yeah. That's a, that's a good way of putting it. He has yeah. a good attitude. He does. Gene, unlike Gene Simmons, who yeah. is like the most egotistical <laughs> human being yeah. on the planet. Like, I got to say, like Gene Simmons, I don't want to bring the room down, but like, when is the Me Too movement coming for that guy? Like, oh, it's got to oh, be I coming, can't, right? Yeah. How has that not happened yet? It's more like hashtag us all. Like, yeah. I don't, I can't imagine. Jesus. Like, it's gonna, like, yeah, I, 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 is it that just that people feel like it's redundant? Like, yeah, it's, it's like, like so guys. obvious. Yeah. And he claims to have had sex with some, like, a hundred thousand women or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, sure. Um, all right. So, the last thing I have here of my little research in the album is that this actually is no longer available on the website, but 
This was given a 0.0 by Pitchfork. Oh, wow. Wait, what? <laughs> yes. Uh, it's one of the did few... Pitch, did Pitchfork exist in 1981? No, no, it didn't. But there was... In, in the early days of Pitchfork, there was a time, for whatever reason, where they actually reviewed, like, every Kiss album. Huh. And it was this... And they gave most Kiss albums, like, crazy good reviews. And that's why you can't find them on the website anymore, because huh. it's not fucking cool. Yeah. Oh, they they, oh we called you out. Pitchfork. Yeah. We know uh, the truth. Uh, you know what? Pitchfork. Fuck Pitchfork. Yeah. Uh, but they... But here... Like they gave it a zero point zero. It was, uh, and what he said is, uh, I know you. Uh, or what do you say? The end product is the absolute nadir of Kiss's existence. Yep. I know that you all think albums like Animalize or Hot in the Shade qualify, but no. Those records were Kiss going with the flow of crap music. With The Elder, they pushed crap in a new and scary direction. What a horrible, <laughs> horrible, horrible album. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm not much of a Kiss fan, but they do have some legitimately solid songs, much like you were saying with Detroit Rock City, like yeah. Black Diamond. That's a good one. Occasionally, um, like, they, I, yeah. Every so often they come up with something good. Yeah. I, I like but I was made for really loving you. what we're really here to do is to say how terrible it is. And oh, it yes. really, really is. Yeah. So it is like a very, very cut rate, super, super trite, trope filled Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. like Warhammer, like yeah. <laughs> fantasy. Like they're, you know, but without even, that's even an it's, insult to Dungeons and Dragons because oh, totally. people have to be imaginative. Like this, this required no imagination. It was literally like the most basic possible premise yeah. you know There's, some child is chosen yeah, it's a basic to, Joseph Campbell name is the yeah party. but yeah. like exactly yeah, it's the most simple the iteration of the, the hero's, hero's journey, journey. Yeah. yeah there you go and uh and like a lot of uh, concept albums were coming out around this time, and a lot of medieval theme shit was happening. Yeah. Right. You know, it was kind but of. But we also had the con- flavor of the day. We. I was gonna say we had concept albums like you know Tommy though. You yeah. know what? So oh, totally. that like that I always have that kind of in my brain and my consciousness yeah. when I'm thinking about something like this because Tommy was like was fascinating. It was very very interesting and complex. It was still a hero's journey, mm-hmm. but it had like a totally different. You know, it was a, a child forged through like trauma in a different way in a yeah. totally different way and um yeah well, we don't really learn anything about the boy you know no. that he's the conflicted boy. and just, then he just, just becomes a man at some point yeah, he becomes Presumably. a man and also you oh, can wait. hear the vocals on the on the album also like hitting puberty <laughs> maybe that was an intentional choice it might have been yeah there's there's more falsetto than usual from from paul stanley yeah i mean uh, paul stanley dumb. has an okay boy i mean he, he is legitimately like technically a pretty solid voice but man his falsetto is tough yeah yeah i just don't like falsetto in general though it's not my thing it's all very tough and it's it's all very soft it's, it's yeah exactly the softest tough like it's tough to get through yeah. it's like eating like a tapioca pudding you know what i mean <laughs> it is just like you're not enjoying it but like so it's like tough but like it's also like it's not gonna fucking hurt you like and it'll a, <laughs> like a barrel full it'll of shrink candy. immediately <laughs> under fluorescent light <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, I mean, like, there were a lot of, there was a lot of prog rock going on that had similar kind of concepts, I guess, similar ambitious mm-hmm. scope to it. But the thing with prog rock is that they were doing weird time signatures. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, do, it was doing really weird virtuosic oh. uh, music, like uh, segments of their songs and, and transitioning I mean, in these weird ways. But this is... They th- were overwrought has, and ridiculous, but at least it was talented. Yeah, this yeah. has, like, no... 
interesting. Like every song structure is very basic, yeah. and every solo is very basic. And like, and it's mixed the fact that they have a choir and a, a symphony orchestra playing with them does does not add any real depth to the songs. It's like it's so, it's so little results for all that was put in. Yeah, so. I mean, it, revisiting it, I was surprised at how it sounded better than I remembered. But it's still it's kind of like reverse Wait, Wagner, really? where it's like it's it's worse than it sounds. <laughs> Yeah. Like it's just like the production. I mean, Bob Ezrin knew what he was doing. Like at least it wasn't like completely just like shambles. But still, ugh. that's true. But yeah, there's you know it's Kiss. There's what I would. No one wants this much acoustic guitar on a Kiss no. album. No. Like who was this album for? I don't understand. Question. Well, apparently nobody because it was yeah. widely critically panned. Debuted um, at seventy five on the Billboard. Yeah, and it was. It actually uh, got better. This is their best reviewed album by Rolling Stone. All right, so so we're gonna get into the album. So the, there's two different available tracks lists for this album. There's the original track list, which was mucked around with by the label. They wanted them to put the singles as the first song on each side. Oh, the singles. So, in doing so, they completely... Sing- singles is a term that is used loosely in <laughs> <Yeah>. this case. <laughs> well, they, 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 they fucked up the story, you know? Oh, Let's just say it. Yeah, I mean, the, the story, story is which the is boy becomes man the end. So, we're listening to the um, 1997 remaster track list, which they put in the correct order mm-hmm. from the beginning of the story to the because that was the problem. That was yeah, obviously that, the needed. reason that it didn't sell. Gene was sitting there just like, this is going to, it's like, brother, this is going to hit gold. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Where did you get the, the track listing in the right place, man? That was what's holding us back. Yeah. Yikes. It's never his fault. Well, Stoppies, you be the judge. You let us know if you were able to follow along. Track one is just a fanfare, it's literally just horns. So we're going to start with track two, which is Just a Boy. <laughs> Acoustic guitar, wind chimes, what more do you want from a KISS record, people? <laughs> I want I want a personalized like a like a, a fan directed on uh, Paul Stanley's oh, yeah. hair, blowing hair in the just blowing in the breeze. <laughs> and I want a lute, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> and like the lyrics in this one and the next one Jesus. are very like they're kind of like psychedelic kind of. There's like traveling winged over a blazing ocean. Yes. The yes. It's it's like weird words. It's like they bust open a thesaurus and just like, yeah, there we go. And there's a couple of and stretch it out. It's, dude, it's like it's fucking. Unbearably it's unbearably cheesy. It's yeah. like it is spinal, so thick with cheese. It's yeah. like Spinal Tap, but not funny or intentional. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yo, in that Pitchfork review, the first line of the review was, um, if this album wasn't the inspiration for Spinal Tap Stonehenge, I don't know what was. Oh, yeah. yeah, every it, song I, is I guess Stonehenge. It has, I guess it has to Imagine an album where every song is Stonehenge. That's what this is. <laughs> it's fucking Stonehenge. <laughs> I. Yeah. Oh, God, I, his falsetto on this is so I am bad. just oh, Like, this is, like, ugh, what? People thought these guys were Satanists? I know. No people one thought they were Satanists people, at this point. That was oh that was in God. the 70s when they were making rock and roll music, at least, you know? Oh, my God. I can't I can't cope with this. It's so embarrassing. It's so cheesy. I want to uh, die. <laughs> I feel like don't I'm... Don't do it yet, guys. It's, it's clogging my arteries. It, uh, um... 
Uh, and but I feel like this was a little bit ubiquitous for the time, like this uh, laser show rock music, yeah. like yeah. laser show rock opera. Well, it's no wonder that they did everything in a fucking arena, because like if you listen to this shit closely, that it sounds awful. Like the mix is bad. I'm sorry. Continue. You were you were talking about laser shows. Well, no, I just feel like you know ringtone rap was a thing in like the early 2000s. There's always <laughs> these kind of embarrassing trends of people making music for something other than the music right. itself, and like oh. I, I just feel like laser show rock was a thing in the early 80s well the thing is i like i mean prog the heyday of prog rock was like a couple of years before right and like the I, apparently kiss just comes around to everything like a couple of years late yeah because the album yeah. before that's from 1980 is like a new wavy kind of power pop album and it's actually quite good yeah, you know, as a Kiss album, it's it was one of my favorites. The fans, the Kiss Army hated it. Though, Kiss right? Army hated it. The oh, so except for the uh, the uh, when since when do we negotiate with the Kiss Army? Look, I will die for the <laughs> if the Kiss Army orders me to storm machine gun nest, listen, I'm gonna do it, dude. Listen. Kiss Army Juggalo War when? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Man, how how would you tell the combatants apart? It's really <laughs> Oh, man. The only way we win is if both sides lose. I'm definitely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which one do I shoot? Is it Juggalo or is it Kiss Army? Now I can't tell. <laughs> you know, I guess in the Kiss Army, like you tell the difference because everyone's wearing giant dragon boots or like something. <laughs> in the Kiss Army, everyone is 68 years old. Yeah. Oh, there's that. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. Uh... Uh, yeah. I don't know what else to say about Just a Boy. I mean, <laughs> it starts with Gregorian chants. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Gotta. Gotta. Yeah, and then the next song is the exact same song, basically, not musically, but like lyrically. Again, it's kind of weird psychedelic, like smush of just like traveling over water and like stuff. It's the exact same idea done again with the same guy singing. So it's not like it's like, well, Gene was like, well, hold on, I think I should open with this. And Paul was like, well, hold on a second, not with this one. It's just like, <laughs> no, no, nothing. It was, it's just a rehash of the previous thing. It's very yeah. strange. Yeah. yeah. So. Should we listen to that one then? Yes, yeah, that's Odyssey. Track two is Odyssey. Is Odyssey. There's a song in the silence weaving in and out of time. We are notes in the music searching for remembered rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> Like the opening of the song, you expect Pat Boone to start singing. It's so so schmaltzy. It's I know the orchestra is. It's a lot. It's yeah. it's the cheese. I literally wrote this is the cheesiest shit I've ever heard in my life, yeah, and I believe it. I mean, yeah. it's through, true. Through, okay, the lyrics through the luminescent night on beams of neon light. You, you and, and I, I in winged, winged flight. Winged. Oh. I wrote that down across too. Across the starry. St- I mean, this is like this is fucking community theater. Oh, yeah. script writing this like is, this is this is I, that's an insult to community theater like i this it, is music for people who try to eat their mom's diamonds because they're convinced that they're reincarnated dragons <laughs> <laughs> have you ever they're there they're out there they're on tumblr <laughs> really <laughs> oh my god other dragon other kin oh my god oh damn, that's terrible it, uh, it, have you ever heard i want to beat up anyone who likes this <laughs> uh, have you ever seen the movie walk hard with uh uh yeah the dewey cock you know the psychedelic song he's trying to do like when he's in his Brian Wilson phase. Yeah. It's like, you know, goats and like African tribal percussion and like a theremin. It's that's it's, that's the song. It's yeah. just like weird words and like no real flow or anything. Just you, sh- garbage. You just made me realize that they ripped that off from the Return of Bruno documentary. 
oh. that part of Dewey Cox. Does everything come back to Bruno? There are definitely <laughs> moments on this album where I was like, oh, it's a metal return of Bruno. Like, yeah. it, that does sound... If I, only we had the dulcet tones of Bruce Willis on this yeah. one. You know, I could go for right a little... <laughs> I could go for a little of the blues after this album. Uh, though, there's really... God. It's, you know, it's so, uh, this, this music is so pre-black influence, like, on American <laughs> music. Oh. Wait, there is no music pre-black influence. Oh, so classical. If, if, there was, if there was, if there was never the blues, music would sound like this <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Yikes! It's so dumb. It's so dumb. And also, where are the fucking where are Kiss on this album? Because yeah. it's all an orchestra. Yeah, well, a and orchestra. Well, they're the ones doing the <laughs> spitting blood to that song. Imagine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's no God of Thunder. It's true. <laughs> I just no God of I, Gene Simmons has a terrible voice. Yeah. Uh, does he do any songs on this album? Oh yeah, he does. Okay, he uh, he he does Under the Rose. Okay. He does uh, World Without Heroes. The song. Oh, he does World Without. Heroes. And of course, the intimidable Mr. Well, Blackwell. Oh, he's Mr. Blackwell. Oh, he's Mr. Blackwell. I can't right. wait to talk about. Oh, that. I can't wait Dude, either. Can you really? You can't. <laughs> hold me back. Hold me back. I'm gonna talk I, about it now. Hold me back. I would be thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> to skip ahead? No, no, no. You're going to suffer like me. Oh, Jesus. All right. So should we should we move on? Because I don't know. Okay. Is there anything else to say about fucking Odyssey right now? I mean, not really. It's... I mean, this is supposed to be kind of like, again, There, this is like, we were talking about this earlier. Like, we know these are like comic book uh, characters and like wrestling characters. And it's this fucking dumb, very like predictable hero's journey trope. This is... The song is called Odyssey. This yeah. is supposed to be like exciting. Uh, exciting, yeah. It's supposed to be like teach us something about these characters yeah. and the world that they inhabit, and like what is supposed to be happening. Right? We're supposed. I guess to, that's supposed yeah. to be a rising all, action. All we know is that it's psychedelic. Yeah, I guess that's what the, uh, the, the cut the out voice voiceover narration would have helped. With. Yeah, it would have really helped. I guess, yeah. but even that, no, no, absolutely you, not. How would you? Why? So, why would you want? <sighs> so at this point in the story, the boy is being trained by Morpheus. Well, maybe as a the, sorry. By the way, but the name Morpheus uttered once in this album. He's yes, apparently a main once, character yes. uttered once at the very end. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, and things. The next song, only you. It's basically like one of the premises of the song is like a hero will be born, and it's like so. The third song is about the, the hero being born because like, I'm pretty sure that he was just a boy, but now he's an yeah. infant. Now he's is he is this some Benjamin like, Button shit? It, like just, what's what's happening? Like it's supposed to be like an, an epic fantasy thing. Like so, if you you got to compare that as always, like Lord of the Rings. So if this is Lord of the Rings, the album, where in the story are we? Like maybe Frodo's been born. Like I don't know. We are lucky <laughs> if we are in. Lord of the G strings right yeah. now. I'm talking in terms of plot continuity. Yeah. Like, they're setting up that uh, that Shire party right uh, now. Yeah, they're, basically, they're yeah, putting they're out. They're putting yeah. out the hors d'oeuvres. Oh yeah, Gandalf hasn't even shown up yet. Told a child was born. Actually, that's what it reminds. Like I'm thinking yeah. about like Coheed and Cambria, uh, and they're fucking like three part like multi uh, like you know, and they're ridiculous. But at least, but it's competent. It's and competent, tuneful. and yeah. it has a story. Yeah, and the whole. I'm not gonna go in for uh, Coheed and Cambria. I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, let's talk about Dragon Force. We're talk about a band. Yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> or Man of War. All right, listen. Should we should we yes. move the let's, fuck on? Let's go to only you. Yeah. All right, so this this is you know, a... it's time to move on when we start talk, desperately talking about other bands. Anything yeah. else? Anything else? <laughs> this is only you. Every age, every time, a hero is born, as if by your 
you, want, you wanted a... weird time signatures. There you go. That was right there. Well, that was a nice little just a boy callback there. Oh, wait, that's right. There's a through line here. Exactly. It's a lead motif. Yeah, well, you heard the fanfare going into. Yeah. They stole that right out of. What's the one? The. the. Not Tommy. Quadrophenia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they did. They totally spelled out of Quadrophenia. Wow. I have here in my notes, best song, question mark? No, oh, absolutely not. Um, they have the lyrics. Was... The lyrics of this, this song include, only you are the man child. Yes. I really... You <laughs> are the light and you are the way. The man child. joining a cult. Wait, so I thought he was infant. a boy. He, he was, was just an born and now he's a man child. Yeah. Well, maybe that's how it works in this universe. You well, know, maybe, maybe you're born and then you become. Maybe, maybe you're just a boy, then you're born, then you become a man child. Guys, I just figured it out. So he, they're talking about the cycle of the elder, where they remember they uh, remember we talked earlier oh, yeah. about. How, so that's the talk about. They're like, this is the boy. He was born to bring balance to the elder forces or whatever. Right. Not the force. That's a completely no, different thing. The elder and legally forces. actionable. So please right. don't <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one get involved yeah. with that. Speaking of legally actionable, this is the second review where I expect us to be sued uh, <laughs> after Metallica. Oh, yo, Gene Simmons is very litigious. Very litigious. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Sorry, Gene. But yeah, it's so wild. Um, you know, it's, it, I, I will say not the best song. Definitely not my favorite. But okay. I, this is wait, you have a favorite three, on this song? Yeah, of course I, I have album? a favorite on every album we do. Heather, three songs in though, and this is the first song to feature distorted guitar. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I mean it's very. They're clear supposed that... to be a hard rock band. Yeah, like, I know, but it's supposed to be a hard rock and, band. And like people make fun of like Emerson, Lake, and Palmer or whatever, but like Emerson, Lake, and Palmer is way more kick-ass than this. Like Tarkus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's that might be a future episode. That Stay is actually guys. that it's is a actually a future episode. Oh, excellent! Well, but yeah, it's so weird that it's, it's clear they're trying to go for something grander in scope uh, than you know what they've done before. They they're they want to make it their the wall. This is mm-hmm. Kiss doing the wall. Uh, uh, but and it's, it's just it's just, just such a bad that, match. Just it's think like about corn. That sentence for a second. I know it's like it's like corn trying going in with Nigel Goodrich and trying to make the next kid a. You know, oh like, man, how yes, it's in it doesn't work. It's the, the the combination does not unlock good music. No, very true. It's I mean, bad. the proof's in the pudding, guys. We've all we've all heard it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but like it is, if it is Limp funny. Biscuit tried to do a fucking rock opera. Oh, yeah. I, you know what? Would I'd you prefer it? That. Would you buy, prefer buy it? Buy me a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Check that out right now. I want my Absolutely. front row seat. Yeah. Oh, yikes. Yeah, we we spend a lot of time on this podcast defending Limp Biscuit for some reason. <laughs> like, I don't and they're terrible. They're I don't understand terrible. that, but whatever. We, I, let's uh, move better on. Better music, quote unquote. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> All right, let's play the next one. So okay. what is it? This is Under, Under the, the Rose. Rose. Sung Under by Gene Simmons. The Rose. Song's all drum fills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they had just a studio drummer for this, right? Or... Uh, no, it's like they have a replacement drum. The guy they replaced uh, Peter Chris with, which I think was Eric Carr. Eric Carr. I could be mistaken. Eric Carr was treated though, like you know how I was saying, like Ace Freely got outvoted on everything. Yeah. Eric Carr did not have a. He was an employee. Voice. He was an employee, yeah. uh, not a part of Kiss. Yeah, he didn't get a vote in the but, in the two to one. <laughs> pretty nice, pretty nice drum fills, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I don't player. know. 
this is like, it's so boring though so mid tempo it's like Skinamax like porno music oh it's totally like they're it's, going it's to a like, I can movie. just imagine exactly a, like a, a freshly sutured silicone like breast bounce to this <laughs> amidst like black silks yeah. and like you know like a fucking VHS tape that I used to be able to purchase over here across the street at midnight convenient <laughs> oh yeah oh, oh that back from at midnight convenient and with this like theatrical Franciscan like oh, yeah. monkey more vibe. acoustic guitar. Oh yeah. Have you ever seen a picture of Paul Stanley or Ace Freely with an acoustic guitar in I their hands? Only in the video that everyone watching should have already seen. <laughs> oh my god. Again, you wanted to pause your thing, look up World War Heroes, and then come back. Pause your whatever your podcast device is. <laughs> Um, so this one, okay, so I'd like to point out something. So again, we're in an epic fantasy saga here, right? So if this was Lord of the Rings, where like right now, like the mission has been given, like right now, this is basically when Gandalf comes back to the Shire and is like, hey, you still got that ring? Like this is the part of the narrative <laughs> rat. And in that book, that's like page 50, maybe more. But like out of here, like, we're out halfway of through. Thousand. We're yeah, halfway, we're halfway through. through. And and let me tell you where we're at in the in the gestational period of this <laughs> this child boy man. Man child. Man child. He the lyrics say, "But now before you lies." I feel like I have to say it you in have this to, accent yes, too. Um, and and but now before you lies the quest at hand, and from this boy you may become a man. Uh, what's so, my saving throw? So the man is. Is he, uh, how old is he? Please, will somebody just indicate to me how old this child is? Let's say This child boy, boy is? But and he, he must take an oath. Will you take the oath <laughs> to <laughs> live under the rose? <laughs> just a boy. I'm just a boy. Is it what be fourth level at that point? Is that a magus? I forget. Uh, an acolyte? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I forget. Uh, do I gain a level up there? Do I get an extra? We should have had spell? you for the Simpsons episode, <laughs> my dude. Yeah, none of us can do good Simpsons voices. We can't. I don't really think it's just, just, just a generic to... nerd voice, really. No, that's Professor Frank. It is? Oh. Yeah. I was just trying to do smoothies. Definitely at least a few songs on this album that sound like Milhouse's dad, but I think we're going to get oh. to them. <laughs> can I borrow a feeling? <laughs> is, that the, is that the album, right? It sure is. Oh, man. This is just... Uh, it sounds like like Ronnie James, like... Diozini, like soundtrack. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's wow. just—it is cheesy. I'm sorry. I was a little nervous where you're you going with that. You guys gave me way more. I was than starting. I, get, I was starting to get really upset. I was like, "Don't you bring Dio into this? That man's dead. He's a saint." <laughs> you, you brought us on a journey. You're so kind. I went on a journey. I wish we were on a journey. We're still on. I believe we're on an island. Or because I have perhaps? stopped to believe in yeah. um, it, that there's anything redeemable in this album. Okay. There's nothing. There's and nothing. This is Dom and Dad. <laughs> yeah, the next song is okay. So every every album has to have an Ace Freely song on it because when they did the Kiss solo albums, you see, which is another terrible idea that Kiss did. I don't know if it, that could be a whole another episode right there. The Kiss solo. I'm albums. I'm good. Uh, yeah, you're okay. You trust me. You don't want to hear it. But basically, each member of Kiss did a thing where like each of them released a solo album at the same time. So it was like Kiss released four albums, except they're garbage. But Ace has <laughs> sold the most, possibly because. Maybe just a quirk of him having better songwriters working with him, or maybe just because he was less exposed than, say, Gene and Paul. Like, 
they were like the Roman Reigns of the world, you see. <laughs> and uh, maybe he, people were like, wanted to see this hot young newcomer, see what he could do with like giving a bunch of tracks. And so it had this single called New York Groove, which like did very well. So after that, I feel like they put more and more Ace Freely tracks on albums. Which is crazy because his voice is very bad. He has the worst, absolutely he the worst not voice sing. Like the best singer in Kiss really ultimately is their drummer, Peter Chris. He has the toughest voice. Are we going to do uh, Dark Light then? Yeah. The Freely track? Oh, just yeah. buckle up, people. Yeah. This is, uh, so this is the next one. This is Dark Light. metronome like cowbell that yeah. entire song it's and they're off. still off beat. Yeah. like they still find a way to make that shit off beat like at least this this song at least doing? sounds like kiss this is the first song that sounds like kiss yeah okay i can see that it sounds like it's glam rock it sounds you like know? a terrible kiss song it yeah right i mean which of which there are many but this sounds like your standard bad kiss song you know what i mean so guess who co-wrote this song lou reed right lou motherfucking reed yeah. Lou Reed. Dark light. <laughs> Lou, Reed, Lou Reed has produced the two funniest albums that we've done on yeah. this show. <laughs> Fucking oh Lulu God. and this. Because as much as, as, as dumb as this album is, it is, I mean, the falsettos and everything, like, yeah. it cracks me up. Yeah, and even just the 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 way that Ace Freely delivers his lines on this song, just oh, like terrible. the Sodom and Gomorrah. Like he sings, he Ace Freely always sings like he's narrating things that are happening right in front of him, basically. <laughs> so it's like it's, it's, it's like he's looking at the window. Yeah. yeah, that's a, that's the vibe. Yeah. And apparently Lou uh, basically somehow he got interested, probably through Ezrin, uh, got interested in this album, and so basically was like, oh, I want to work the guys, and they're like, okay. So basically they gave him the. Uh, like they told him what the concept was. It's like, all right, I'll call you back. And an hour later, he called back. I was like, here's what I got. And they used it. <laughs> so he put an hour of work into this. And this was one of the songs that came, he helped write the lyrics for. Yeah, this is one of the few songs he was in the studio for, right? Like he didn't, he didn't mail in he his parts to this. Mu- he mu- probably did, yeah. He was probably in New York for this one. Oh. This is fucking dumb. Because <laughs> I was going to say, like, you can you can tell because this is the only good guitar solo on the album. Really? I think it's still all over the place. Really? Yeah. I, I think it's a decent solo, yeah. and I like that they got the percussion going during the solo. Yeah. Uh, I, this would be my favorite song if not for Ace Frehley's vocals, which are... Uh, Abysmal. Really something else. They're always pretty bad, frankly. I mean, yeah. even... I think his best song... Might be one called Save Your Love, and he can barely hold it together on that one. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah I said the dumb, like, tentative few chords that, like, open the song, because yeah. it, like, start, it has, Oh, it starts with, like, the Jaws theme. And that's the best <laughs> song on the whole album, is just those 10 seconds. <laughs> just and the then <laughs> we're getting tricked into maybe thinking that it could be decent, and it immediately turns into fucking, like, pseudo-heavy metal Bruno. Yeah. Like, also You're hearing dark, Bruno in this? Also, <laughs> dark light. Dark, uh, Doesn't one. work. Yeah. Uh, dark, dark light, uh, jumbo shrimp. <laughs> okay, so this one is the this one is the single off this album. Oh, which uh, world without world without heroes? Oh, oh my Christ. god, this fucking song. Where you don't know what you're 
Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm just picturing that fake tear going down his face. Again, if you haven't done it yet, you gotta pause this, look up World of Heroes, Fridays, and just go on YouTube and look that up and then resume the podcast. You know, Lou Reed wrote most of that verse that we heard. Yeah, oh yes, absolutely. And it's not good. No, lyrics. it's terrible. Like Lou what Reed did he really is... add? He added a world without heroes is like a world without sun. Yeah. You can't look up to anyone without heroes. Honestly, with this outside is of the Velvet Sesame Underground. Street shit. Fucking dumb. Outside of the Velvet Underground, I think Lou Reed is not that good. Frankly, like I respect him, but I'm a yeah. Velvet if you listen fan. to our Lulu episode, you would know that we. Oh, agree. oh I listen to, or it. at least I agree. He's, I like. He's awful. I like Lulu. Um, like this is like the like audio equivalent of like the soft touch high school portrait lighting that you like used to like maybe beg your parents to like bring the extra money to uh, yeah. get you in get some high shots. school. Yeah. You know, like smooth it all out. Like this is so fucking it's yeah, it's a I'm, laxative. It's an audio soft it's a filter. Laxative. It's a Barbara Walters interview filter. Like is it supposed to be like a slow dance song? Yeah, I guess. I, guess? I think I think this is no. once again them I, no. trying to be the the wall. This is their yeah. uh, "Hey You." What? I can see that. As yeah. close as they can come to "Hey You." I honestly, I also hate Pink Floyd. Like I think Pink Floyd. Yeah, I don't much. like Pink Floyd. Especially the Wall. Oh, so bad. I like I like a few Pink Floyd albums. They have a couple songs that I think are okay, but like Dogs is I can. No. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, less said about it, the better. Uh, but um, yeah, like I just I I think Pink Floyd is most lifeless, flaccid, just. Portentous crap. Well, they're not because this song exists. Yeah. This well, is, there you go. But then, way, but then, Kiss outdid them. This is the only time Kiss has outdone Pink Floyd. Yeah. They even they go real David Gilmore flavored on the solo to oh, the yeah. song too. The solo's okay. Uh, yeah, I guess. Like the song structure on this one is at least like of a competently written song. It's just the song itself is not something you want to hear. Yeah, I guess. I mean, the structure is verse, chorus, verse, chorus. Um, yeah, have you heard the structure in these other songs? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like five bridges. And there's also <laughs> this. This does have a nice string, string arrangement. To yes. You know, it's a little James Bond themey yeah. strings. Um, but the lyrics are so fucking oh, yeah. cheesy. Like they're so they're saying so little. It's the most trite analogies. Like a world without hero is like a bird without ri- wings, or oh. a bell that never rings. Oh, so sad. Just a sad and useless uh. thing. Yeah, this is the one that I was like, "This is Millhouse's dad." This yes, is, this the, is borrow a feeling. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, and also like uh, the the same like video that has the glycerin tear. Like it also has a fucking the most aggressive drum set I've like ever seen. Oh, yeah. It has like thirty toms and like. In, for an album that only includes like three drum patterns, yeah. like it's yeah. all orchestra, and then like do 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 do, like but oh no, we need sixty fucking like drum well, heads. That's I don't how know. drummers show off. They have so I, they have so little. Just give them what they can get. Come on. <laughs> I'm a drummer. They sit in the back, so you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> all right, all right, that's oh, enough. Boy. That's enough. <laughs> Shots fired. Yikes! All right, um. This is dumb. Shall we? Like, this was the single? This, yeah, was, this was the single. single. This is the one that all the kids want to hear when they, they were like, oh, this is the only. They've never, they've never performed any songs from this album That's true. on tour, but World Without Heroes is the one song that they did oh, from this album on MTV Unplugged. Yeah. Because yeah, they are, there's, they they, are I mean, at it's least another thoroughly... acoustic guitar gem yeah. from music. Oh, it's a gem. <laughs> At least they are thoroughly embarrassed by this album, but like yeah. it still has not stopped them. They're embarrassed from this album now, but ima- they 
obviously thought it was a great idea while they were doing it, which is insane. You like, if, if, what is yeah. what is their state of mind while they're doing this? Well, cocaine addict, Alp- alpine slopes. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, they probably. I wonder if like when that when they played it and the, the, all the executives were like, uh, and they're just like, well, we're gonna have to change it. Like, you know, Gene threw like a deli tray. It was like, no, it's perfect. Like it is. Yeah. How dare you? Is, is that the is that the the the, the like, I can only imagine how they felt oh, that so. moment showing the, the album to the to the label wow. when the label was just dumbfounded. And that's just like, like can't wait, can't wait to hear this. It's going to be so great, man. We're <laughs> geniuses. We're it, geniuses. It's the only time that, like, justice has ever been served on Gene oh, yeah. Simmons, you know? Like, it's yeah. the only time he's ever felt as bad as he should feel all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you want to move to the oath? Yeah, I guess. Uh, okay. The yes, oath, so. the other single from the album, actually. Uh, Wait, I think the verse in this no. one's okay. This is the album. That, this is the other this single. Is the song that kicked off the original track list. Yeah. Of the album. All right. Let's see. Let's see what we got here. This is the oath. <laughs> yeah, that's a single, all right. Yeah, actually, yeah. Sound of Fingers. I like that song. That's this is my favorite on the album. It's favorite the oath. Yeah, I think it kicks a little bit of ass. The verse is pretty solid. Yeah, like the lyrics are embarrassing. I feel like his voice is bad too in this one. All of it's it, bad. it is very, it is very cheesy. This is definitely the Ron J- Ronnie James Diozny, oh. uh, <laughs> uh, for sure, with with that falsetto on this track. But I don't know. I mean, it's got that galloping. Uh, barracuda sort of feel with yeah. the drums okay, and yeah. it starts with a guitar solo which is pretty tight mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah I mean because again they trick lure you in with like a decent riff and then like no, but they, but they, but they rarely do there's there's barely yeah, any riffs true. on this no album riffs. I'm, I'm glad that there's a riff at least yeah. one riff yeah. <laughs> thank heavens riff. for a riff only eight songs in alright perfect <laughs> we're good that, but this, it's clear why they kicked off the, the retooled track list with, yeah, with oh, this, totally. this song this is setting your best you could forward, almost fool like the person who just spent you know like ten bucks on this yeah. To be like, all right. It's, this, yeah, no, they, they listen to it in the store, they preview it, and yeah. they put on track one and say, all right. Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> Anyone here this like is... alcohol? Um, but yeah, what were you going to say, Heather? Uh, I just, I don't know. It's like it's like they're drag queens with no sense of humor <laughs> or style or self-awareness. Like jock that drag. Sums up Gene they are jock well. drag. And they are jock drag. bad. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> and like, and on, on this, you know, album, they're even layering onto that an even less interesting layer, which is like, <laughs> you know, we're athletes foot drag queens. Now let's add some like Tolkien-esque <laughs> fucking like dumb morality, like performance i don't even know it is like a fucking child's like play and like yeah. a community yeah. yes. theater production yes, you know it's very, yes exactly <laughs> um and at this point in the story they've um they've revealed so little there's there's so many details left out they've said so little but they did bother to explain in this song you get an explanation for the album cover which is a door a, a hand reaching for a door mm-hmm. uh, it's the only album cover in kiss's career that did not have kiss on the album <laughs> it's true cover. because uh, those those faces sell yeah. albums yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um they say through a dream 
Uh, should I? Oh, I gotta oh, do it. Oh, please, please. Through a dream, I have come to an ancient <laughs> door. Lost in the mists, I have been there a hundred times or more. Pounding my fists, now inside, the fire of the ancient burns. A boy goes in, and suddenly, a man returns. So it's wait, like wait, it's wait, a so Joseph Campbell he... cave thing, Once basically. Again, Once again, he's become a man again. Again. This shoe's got a lot of hair I, That's going what on I now. said at the beginning of this album. The, the plot <laughs> is boy becomes man. The end. <laughs> but also it's even more complex because the boy no, becomes an infant, becomes a man, then becomes a child man, then becomes a man. <laughs> it's boy becomes man, boy becomes man, boy becomes man. Infant. The end. But no, then, oh. <laughs> oh now we're coming up with some prime shit right here. One other aspect of the story that they touch on, mm. which is the villain. Oh, well, presumably? I mean, presumably the villain. Yes. I mean, I guess. Well, clearly, I mean, if you listen to what he's saying, yeah. we're talking, of course, about old Mr. Blackwell. Oh, he's, oh, look out for him. <laughs> so this is like the heel promo of the... This, uh, is, this is Vultures off of uh, the ICP album. This is yeah. the equivalent. This is the song and like the musical where the villain sings one. Like, Vultures was good. Okay, well, yeah. this is not. This is yeah. Mr. Blackwell. It is a song. The truth about this crummy Rummy should never be in a song ever. <laughs> Neither should rhyming well with well yeah. and making that hint, like the entire song hinge on that fucking couplet. I mean, if this is supposed to be the bad guy's song, it's doesn't work. Be- just I mean, there's so many reasons why it doesn't work. But specifically, it doesn't work at this point because the the articles are completely wrong. It's like you're not well, Mr. Blackwell. It's like so, Mr. Blackwell's singing the song though, right? So well, he's got like probably an army of demons or something. But, yeah, but it's like, the same song. It's, it's, and, and the voice doesn't change in any way. So yeah, when he goes, true. I am the truth about this crummy hole, yeah. crummy, yeah. crummy. This is the, uh, if the oath is, what's this? What's this? This is the Mr. Oogie Boogie Man of the album. <laughs> oh, totally. Oh, Mr. oh absolutely. <laughs> Mr. Blackwell. I, I'm honestly convinced that some of these lyrics could just be, some of the, the singing in this album could just be a conversation that Gene Simmons was having with someone and it got recorded much like, you know, uh, like, uh, was it Gene Krupa and the tour bus? No, uh. You know, just like like they taped like a terrible conversation he was having, and just like was like let's put that to music. That's that's something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Gene Simmons is definitely closer to Mr. Blackwell than the boy. Oh yes, definitely. Uh, you know, <laughs> is he, he a boy still or is he a man yet? I can't. Um, is he a Mister? I, well, he he has become oh, a man Mr. a couple Blackwell. times, but he might have gone back to being a boy. Ah, uh, it happens. <laughs> Baby steps. <laughs> <laughs> Did he take the oath? I think he took the oath. Did he sacrifice? I think he sacrificed. Oh, I hope so. Is he going to live under the rose? So I just want to point out, they have the Mr. Blackwell song, but they don't ever have a point where the boy fights Mr. Blackwell. No, there's they, no rising action, yeah. no climax, and they, no resolution. <laughs> just boy, man, boy, yeah. man, boy. I guess they wanted us to wait for the movie to get the, yeah. you know, this is just the prequel. Was this supposed to be a trilogy? Oh, my oh, God. Man. That's what this was. This was supposed to be a trilogy. Because Mr. Blackwell is like the first bad guy. He's like a mini boss. Yeah. Don't then, like, give them later. so much But he, he doesn't even fight Mr. Blackwell on the album. Well, we, we don't it. know. Well, maybe it would be like, oh, 
Look out, boy. You'll be all defeated, Mr. Blackwell. It seems. Trevor, time for another instrumental song where we escape from an island. By the way, we were on an island yeah. the whole time. Instead of having him fight Mr. Blackwell, <laughs> the, the next song is just an instrumental called Escape the Island. So they were on so an island. So he runs away from the boss, I guess. <laughs> they were, whatever it is, an island is involved, and maybe that's what they're talking about, the first song. Like, shimmering over oceans of psychedelic songs. <laughs> like, like that weird shit they were talking about earlier. Yeah. Two songs are you're, flying You're someplace. piecing it together. I'm slowly <laughs> making this come together. I don't. I hope Gene hears this so he can fill me in a little bit. Yeah, Gene, hit us up. Gene, tweet at us. Gene, Gene tweet at Gene, us. Gene, us the, Gene, one of our 14 followers. Bobby, on, you on know Twitter. we love you. Come on, Gene. Come on, Gene. Fill us in. Hashtag the elder, the missing pieces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is, we've literally gone insane trying to like <laughs> find something fun about this. All right, let's get on with it and listen to this absolutely pointless instrumental track called Escape from the Island. Um, all right, here yeah. we go. Thank gotta, God there are no I'm lyrics. Ready. I gotta escape from the island. That doesn't even sound like an escape. I'm there. Song. I'm in the. I'm in that headspace, man. Yeah. I'm the boy, and I'm escaping the island. Yeah. Or am I the man? I said it like at the beginning. I was like, "This is the first genuinely good riff," and then they make sure you know it by doing it for three minutes. Yeah, yeah. it's a riff. <laughs> oh wait, and then <laughs> my last comment. It's literally the entire song. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's is all this, it is. Is this there on the run? I mean, maybe in the film this was going to be, you know. Can we uh, stop? <laughs> Did anyone literally anything other than like the ultimate fucking cartoon coke dream of fucking Gene Simmons? Like no. the fact yeah, that no, this would ever, not. ever, no. ever. Gene Simmons and, and Paul Stanley. You know what? Fair. Look, if someone shows me paperwork documenting that this was ready to go, uh, you know, film wise, like, hey, baby, we're going to make this movie. We're going to be stars. Like, if someone could show me that paperwork, I'll believe it. Until then, eh. <laughs> you think they made up the the, the movie thing? Yeah. I'm, is there a script? Is there a screenplay? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is there a screenplay? Let's see the screen treatment. Let's see the screenplay. Hashtag. We want the receipts, Gene. Hashtag. Hashtag. Give me the receipts, Gene. <laughs> hashtag. Give me the receipts, Gene. Yeah. Hashtag. Give me the receipts, Gene. We, we're, we're... Also, hashtag. Fuck kiss. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag. Fuck kiss. Kiss is terrible. Like that's the thing. Like you, you guys were like giving some lip service to like. I'm not giving decent... lip service. I said they have a few good songs. Okay. Yeah. Well, even that seems offensive to me after listening to this album. I'm like, this can't even possibly be true but you know i could come up with a playlist sure. of kiss songs that you would probably enjoy maybe yeah. whether you like the new york dolls there are some new, new york, york dolls, dolls. flavored yeah. kiss new york, songs. same same uh, time and place yeah same but scene. they went in the worst way yeah. like the like because like i love the new york dolls i love like the dictators mm -hmm. i love like all those bands and even like twisted sister and yeah. shit like and it it just the big difference between twisted sister and kiss is that fucking twisted sister didn't take themselves seriously yeah well that's true and that's and and also like played better songs and better instruments and I don't even know but not even significantly like it's yeah. all kind of the similar first, the first three albums might appeal to you but again I don't, you don't necessarily need to put that much effort in it's fine yeah. I'm gonna cut You're this okay. from the podcast okay. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding um, probably not um, okay so should we continue and listen to okay, so this is the last song it's called I it's and called I in the original track list it was two songs one called I and one called Finale but yeah, yeah. 
mashed them together. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, should we listen to both of them or? Oh yeah, no no no. We gotta we gotta have finale, finale on his own. Okay. So this is I believe in me. The secret is to believe in yourself, guys. So I've been wondering this entire time. What we the ha- fuck? We have this story, and it's about the boy becoming a man. Yes. Yep. But what is it an allegory for? <laughs> what is the story behind the story? You know, what's going on in Paul in uh, Gene Simmons's life that he wrote the story? And I think there's some lyrics in I that shed a little bit of light on this. He says, "I don't need no money." I don't, <laughs> oh, come on. I don't need no fame. Oh, yeah. No, I just need to believe in me. And I know most definitely don't need to get wasted. It only holds yep. me down. Mm-hmm. I just need a will of my own and the balls to stand alone. Ugh. So was Gene Simmons like realizing like that he was a fucking joke? Depression yeah. And like, he wrote this album to pull himself out of it? I think he realized that Kiss was a total fucking joke and that like everybody was ma- like was fleeing the band because of how over commercialized it was, how like ridiculously self-important and like dumb it was. And like remember, this is like the early 80s when there's like really good music being made. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like 1981, like uh let's see, like was Joy Division and like uh like, was that too early or no? Uh, Husker Du was around. Husker Du and, like, fucking, you talking know. Heads. The Talking Heads. and, like, some other really... Yeah, a lot of the punk bands are still around. Yeah, and also... Yeah, exactly. Liar. I mean, I, Kiss and, and punk were, like, antithetical, you know? Like, yeah. completely the opposite of one oh, another. Totally. And... Um, Even though they... Punk and Kiss grew out of the same scene. Right. And if we, yeah, go back the to Twisted Sister. Sister. Well, Twisted Sister I would versus... say Detroit first, but yeah. I don't mean pedantic. <laughs> what, punk grew out of Detroit? <laughs> uh, punk is from Detroit. I mean, proto-punk's out of Detroit. We were talking about, like, Iggy this, Pop yeah. being, like, the first, yeah. Iggy Pop, MC5, I mean, Death. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but when, it, when punk became punk... That was in New York in the seventies. Uh, there's, there's, there's credible. I, I agree. I there's say, credible I think, I think uh, arguments for for both. But what what seventy seven to 80, 1980, You know, punk bands were in Detroit. We're in Detroit. You know. Okay, I'll get back to you. All right. I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> but either way, so at that time there was actually really excellent music being made, yeah. and then you had this come out, and I feel like yeah, like he should be maybe this this song was like the one moment where he peeked behind the curtain <laughs> and like you know exp- expressed how like embarrassed he was. Like, do you think? I mean, well, it I could t- also be his like daily affirmation. Do you think like Gene sits in front of a mirror and is like, I, I don't need no me. money. I don't need no. Don't I don't need need no, no fame. Fame. Are you kidding me? That's your entire. Needs, yeah. That's everything you everything. feed off of. Or is this just him convincing himself to do this shitty album? <laughs> I don't know. Screw it. It's not about the money. It's not about the fame. I'm gonna do this because I believe in me and my vision for the boy becoming yeah. a man. <laughs> Which I presume. I mean, it seems to, lyrically. Ugh. It seems like at this point. Again, if this is Lord of the Rings. It seems like this is like the Council of Elrond at this point. Yeah. Which is again like an hour into the movie. Right. The first movie. Like I don't know. Uh, fucking if, dumb. If the only, balls to stand alone. 
If only we had the lyrical interludes to shed some light on this. It's no, <laughs> no, I don't need any musical interludes. I'm to sorry, understand. The spoken word interludes. Yes. I, I also like. I said like they say. Um, Again, I believe in something more than you can understand. Oh. Yes, I believe in me. So is it? Is it? Is it just? Is it hard to understand the concept of believing in yourself, or is it? Is the boy? So complex of a character that I can't possibly. You are giving this way too much credit. I don't believe that I can't understand believing in yourself. (laughs) I don't know. Were you saying I believe in myself? Like some kind of self esteem? (laughs) Yeah, like uh, maybe you should have believed a little less because overconfidence has not served you so well on this album. Uh, Asking Jesus at least they learned. I mean, their entire career was kind of built off of it, so I guess you know what? They learned their lesson, and after this, they did Creatures of the Night, which is supposed to be okay, right? From what I hear. It's very generic, like 80s, like. Hair metal stuff. All right. Well, that's, that's what they did for the rest of the 80s. That's basically what they did until they reunited. Ugh. Yeah. I hate Kiss. It's better than this. All right. Listen, yeah. let's fucking move it the fuck on to okay. the final song. So this this is a, this is the only spoken word interlude that remains in this album, which was <laughs> once rife with such interludes. So let's hear what kind of thespians we'd be dealing with here. <laughs> huh? All right. This is Finale, the hidden track at the end. I I think you're going to like this one. He's got the light in his eyes. And the look of a champion. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're going to like this one. <laughs> He's got the light in his eyes. And the look of a champion. So we're still uh, at the beginning of the story here. Basically, at the, yes. At the, in the finale, yeah. uh, Morpheus is presenting the boy to the elders. Oh my god! What is happening? To the elder. I mean, look, I I've been waiting to the end to say this, but here's the thing. And Gene, I'm addressing you right now because I know you're listening. <laughs> I know you Google yourself every day. For look, sure. You know what, Gene? Show us that you're a genius. Release the tapes. Let us hear how this was supposed to sound before you we went to that meeting and had the whole depressing bummer they told you that your album sucked. Let's hear those tapes. You're a rich man. Of course, surely you can encourage these people to release these or release them on your own. Show us what an artist you are, man. Let's do it. Show us the receipts, Gene. Hashtag. Hashtag show us the receipts, Gene. <laughs> And you're listening right now, brother. Let me tell you something. I'm challenging you. Bring him out. I love the idea that you, you keep doing this thing where uh, Gene Simmons talks exactly like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, he wishes. If he only. wishes. They have a lot in common. I mean, they have a lot in common. Oh, yeah, totally. Deeply problematic, misogynist, fucking yeah. scumbags With that were inflated. heroes. Yeah, yeah but that, that were that were hailed as heroes with a completely artificially inflated sense of power and worth that you know was then echoed by like a generation of fans and actually multiple generations somehow what the fuck america but you know what what the fuck kiss kiss probably spent hundreds of thousands of dollars to make this album oh, yeah. and hulk hogan definitely no way did he spend more than ten thousand dollars to make his album which is way better than this oh totally hulk rules yeah it's, no uh, i would way, take a hulk rules over this fucking any goddamn day how about the macho man randy savage album that'll be a we future episode get to that that one let me tell you there's one song in that that's actually kind of good 
I'm sure it's... He has a great rap voice. It's strange. I, I would take, I'm sure, yeah. anything... Honestly, I would take almost anything over this fucking album. This album is I don't so know. fucking stupid. It's all the worst elements of all the of all the albums that we've made fun of on the show the, with the none three, of the redeeming qualities. The common denominator of Coke Dream. Coke yeah. Dream, white people, um, you know, people who have never been told no. Yes. Um, Def- it's all there. It's all there. Also, you know, this uh like very like thin watered down like version of like actually decent music, you know what I mean? Mm. But as a counterpoint, I'm going to say this album is funny. This al- <laughs> it's, it wasn't supposed to be. No, it's but this album is very funny. This is the fu- this is the funniest album since Lulu and I'm going to give it a little bit of credit for that because <laughs> Yes, it's like the vocals are very thin and the ideas are very thin, but at least and the like, hair is very thin and oh. the fucking <laughs> at least it's such a terrible botch job that like you have to laugh. Yeah, that's very true. It is hilarious. Yeah, that this exists and the fact that it obviously torments them. Like it yes. is, it is a it is a clear like blister, you know, on their otherwise. Also horrible fucking legacy. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you what, Gene Simmons. You listen to me right now. You release, you release hashtag releases receipts. Hashtag releases receipts. You put those out. This album will go platinum, brother. Platinum. I tell you what. That's what's been waiting. That's what this album is missing. You're such a genius. People you don't know- understand. It's gonna go platinum. All you have to do is release the spoken word tracks so we can hear what this album's supposed to be. Platinum, baby. You know what kills them that they have a record that they can't hang on their wall. It's true. Oh, totally. Yeah. 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 This fucking awful. Like on top of all of that, it's also very poorly produced everything is like the mix is terrible it sounds like these like back of the room vocals the whole time it's over processed and there's absolutely no no heart on anything it just seems so fucking phony and and cheesy and dumb and like nobody was committed to it and it just feels like it just doesn't feel like kiss you know it doesn't feel like kiss (laughs) because because Kiss is so fantastic. Like, wait. No, it, but Kiss is has a sound. Yeah. Kiss has an image. Kiss has a brand. All and of which are very so successful. Off, if a, you don't like them, even is, if you don't like them, you have to respect that it, yeah. that it was very successful. This is so off brand. Yeah. This is who wanted this? Who who's this album for? Besides the five guys who made it. Besides yeah. this podcast. It's yeah. like Thank it's like guys. I feel like they were trying. I feel like they were trying to. I don't know. I can't imagine they were trying to do Tommy or something. Yeah. They were trying. I mean, they were trying to do what? Why? All, why did they? Why? Because the album before this didn't didn't perform as well as they th- wanted, and they were just like, we're going to make a bold artistic statement. <laughs> Like this, this we're gonna get our fans back because our fans want because they believed in me a little too much, little too much. They had a little help in that self belief, I believe, perhaps. (laughs) Listen, as they all did. Yeah. This album is terrible. It was really fucking dumb. We're going to ask our friend Hugh. uh, You're going to start off the ratings. What we like to do is we do a zero to negative five rating of some type of quantifier that is relevant to the album which we have reviewed mm-hmm. um we have done uh let's see what was what was last times was uh uh rainbows after it rains rainbows oh. after it rains she should have been the fago i was monday morning quarterbacking that um, one <laughs> we did you know with harmonica solos for the return of bruno um we did Poochies for the Simpsons album. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. I mean, there's so many things to be. Let's go with uh, Gene Simmons' facelifts. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, let's. <laughs> All right. So, All right, so All right. go ahead and take us so, away. So it's zero to negative five. Right? Yeah, negative really? five is the worst. Zero is uh, I mean, so true hard. neutral. Uh, I'm going to punt. Hold on. What do you guys want to do? I, let, let me think. I'm like, I'm like trying to order at a restaurant here. I can't quite decide. Do you want us to go first? Yeah, why don't you go first? Yeah. I'm going to give this album negative three and a half uh-huh. out of five Gene Simmons facelifts. Uh, it was, um, I, I probably would have given it more because it is uh, really bad, but I, en- I enjoyed how bad it was. You know, in Disaster Peace Theater, we've had our share of, uh, of really boring bad movies that yes. just don't go anywhere. And then we've got those special bad movies that are, uh, you know, insane, mm-hmm. just insane mm-hmm. failures that kind of, you just got to light up. You light up. All right. And this album made me light up a little bit. You know, it's it's not just because of how cheesy it is and 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 how, but because of how huge of a failure it was and all the context surrounding it. You know, it's it it's I, I get some perverse joy out of it. Um, <laughs> but it's really bad. At so least there's a, joy. It's so, a, yeah, I hear you. I hear negative three point five. I think is fair. Yeah, I'm gonna jump off of that. I'm gonna say that yeah, this was funny as fuck, but I also it was it was funny in in like the kind of like vicarious embarrassment like laughter that you experience when like somebody else that you like know has done something like totally cringeworthy and you're like <laughs> trying to laugh to cover up like the complex emotions that come from that. Um like when a clown dies. Exactly. Um, I just think I hate Kiss so much. I like hate everything they stand for. Mm-hmm. Like the thing is, is that I can't imagine myself liking any Kiss record because of, you know, everything that they are just being again like the the like worst parts of music that I do love. Um, you know, just without any sense of humor, no sense of like self, you know, ability to like censor oneself or like you know, I don't know, just edit at all. It was just like, nope, let's throw it all in there. We don't need to try. It's lazy, uh, you know, inflated, pompous garbage. It's trash. And I will give it a negative four out of five because I truly, even though it was funny, uh, I didn't enjoy it in any sense of the word um, because I just got angry that these guys have compelled so many people to to buy into their bullshit. That's horrifying to me. I I judge based on also like the reach of these artists, Mm -hmm. you know, like, like, ah, it's bad. Why does anybody like kiss? Why? Why? Show me the receipts, not just Gene Simmons. Anybody who claims to like Gene Simmons and kiss, please. For Explain exhibit, to me. For Exhibit A, I offer the guitar solo from Detroit Rock City. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean... That's, that's it? Why, that's, that's what, what it is? That's what I like about please, this. Please send me a poem written in iambic pentameter, <laughs> <laughs> an ode to Kiss. If uh, the first person who does it will get to, um, I don't know, like... I'll buy a Kiss shirt and I'll photograph myself oh. like in some public place with it. Nice. On. Oh, wow. There Ooh. you go. All right. So I, I'm going to give this... One Gene Simmons facelift because wow. negative one. Yeah, sorry, negative one. Yeah, um, because it's it's so funny. Like it's just so funny. Wow. And it's such a waste, just a waste of time. And everyone's, you know, it's just I, I. There's very few albums that I will laugh at, 
But this one, man, I get a, t- a chuckle out of me every time. Like, at least a couple times every time I hear it. I mean, I agree, but negative one is very generous. You think so? I uh, mean, you know, I don't mean to... I'm not I'm not telling you to change your score. Yeah. But, wow. I'm just I'm just saying, wow. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I just... Uh, I, I kind of appreciate it when uh, people who uh, maybe... Uh, have been flying a little too, little too high on the hog, get a little comeuppance, and uh, this is what happened to Kiss here. So, uh, you know, it's I, almost like they've uh, suffered enough. I, I wouldn't, I listened to... De- they have not suffered enough. I told you I listened to Destroyer, and I wouldn't give Destroyer a negative one. Really? What would you say Destroyer? That's considered one of their best albums. I know. <laughs> Which is, it's not that good, really. No, it has three good songs yeah. on it. Yeah, it really does. Uh, no. No, Kiss <laughs> is bad. Yeah. Negative one. All right, you know what? I'm going to go negative one. No, I'm negative, go negative one because I, I laugh at it. That's fair. It's, chuckle, it's chuckalicious. It is chuckalicious. We can all agree that it's chuckalicious. Yeah. This is so it is, chuckalicious. How can you, listen, how can you hear, ha, 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 ha. I am just a boy, <laughs> and not laugh? Come on. I'll it's tell true. you what, though. It's true. It's I'll tell you what. If it's Gene true. Simmons releases the version with all the interstitial uh, dialogue, 10 out of 10. <laughs> Platinum album, baby. all right well thank we we want to thank all of you guys for going on this this beautiful journey this hero's journey with us where a boy became yeah we went to an island we became boys we were (laughs) men we were also infants and then we were boys again so the great circle of life continues uh we want to thank our guest the incredible hugh beckett thank you hugh thank you for having me thank you for being on the show do you have anything coming up that you would like to promote uh, to our to our listening audience, uh, Muck has we've we just recorded an album and it's going to be coming out eventually. Um, Great, but uh, that's about all I got right now. Is it a concept album? It, it, well, is it in about? In fact, it is. It is about <laughs> is a Joseph Campbell style exploration of the hero's <laughs> journey, and uh, I think you'll uh, I think you'll like this hero. He's got a spark in his eye and the look of a champion. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I yep. can't wait for it. Can't wait. Well, thank you again for being on the show. Thank you, Stoppies, once again for uh, listening to us uh, listen to terrible music for somebody's benefit, I guess, <laughs> somewhere. Uh, you can find us at www.makeitstoppodcast.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and also, you know, rate us. Um, but lie. I mean, if you hate it, like, if you hate it, don't don't go through the trouble. And if you like it, lie and just say really love it yeah it's the best podcast you've ever heard um five stars five stars for our our five star stoppies for our five star stoppies every stoppies five star um you can find us on twitter but don't you dare like us we can only handle (laughs) 17 likes at a time no we lost another like god damn it one of you can like okay one of you can like us we are at make it stop cast on twitter we are also on facebook so you know check it out if you want i guess uh if you made it this far what do you have to lose (laughs) jesus christ it's too late for you now. <laughs> You're one of us. You're living under the rose now. <laughs> under the rose. Under the rose. You've taken the oath you have sacrificed. <laughs> Did you knock on the door? <laughs> Did you enter within? A the knock, the knock, knock, knock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stoppies. Next week is my brother, Alex Dunn, in the house for Speed and Bullet to Heaven by Kid Cudi. <laughs> That's right. We're yeah. doing that. All right, Stavis. We'll see you next time. Until then.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 